Absolute Radio is where you can hear Prince, Mumford and Sons, and I will wait, I will wait for you, and the Killers. Can you read my Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Absolute Radio Podcast with Windows Live Messenger 2011. Update Facebook, share photos in real time and HD video chat. Keep your amazingly super talented friends closer with Windows Live Messenger 2011. Very exciting. This is a good evening to listener. Hello, Monday, uh, Ian Lee, Absolute Radio. Thank you, Ben Jones, for uh, playing some records and talking. Uh, busy show this evening. We've got um, some people coming in who uh, were friends uh, of Frank Sidebottom to talk about the award. Uh, can I announce this yet? I think it's happened. He won a, a, a posthumous award, uh, the Chortle Awards. I think I've said it now. If I wasn't meant to say it, sue me. Uh, and they're here to talk about that and also um, his statue that they are desperately trying to uh, get the money together to make happen. So we're talking about that. And also we'll be speaking to... Um, I'm, I'm going to call him our UFO expert. Um, I think he's usurped Joe Lavens in terms of UFO expertise. Uh, Michael Cohen from Australia, who'll be talking to us uh, after midnight about the uh, UFO that was spotted um, in Jerusalem. Ever been to Jerusalem? I've been there. Very tense place. Very t- Beautiful. A little bit tense. A lot of people walking around with guns. And you think it could kick off at any moment. If you're a UFO, why the hell would you go there? Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Uh, just me here this evening, so if you want to call up, it'll, it'll be uh, straight to air. It may take some time for your calls to get through. Bear with me. I'll do the best I can. I'm not very good, but I'm keen. That's literally uh, the best I can offer you in these uh, hours of need. Oh, double three oh. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen is the phone number. We were going to do a posh night. We're going to ditch that for one night and just, you know, kind of talk about whatever happens, really. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of just see uh, where the cold winds blow. Oh, I saw a film. Speaking of cold winds, I saw a film on Saturday night. I had the most miserable Saturday night of my life. My wife was uh, ill, so she went to bed early. Had no food in the house, so I had baby food for my dinner in Ella's pocket. If you don't know what they are, they're, they're great, but they're for babies. It's like a little pouch. With kind of like, it's like Spaceman food in there. But for baby, baby man, ba- space baby food. And so I had one of those for my tea and I watched The Road. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh, hide the razor blades. Put that rope in the attic, for goodness sakes. It was wonderful. I was in floods of tears at the end. It was just bleak, really bleak. We can mention that this evening, I think. What is the bleakest film? you have ever seen. It was so... And it's obviously it's all about fathers and sons and sons and fathers as well. So having a baby, you kind of... You know, it, it kind of attunes you uh, into that vibe, perhaps a little bit more. But, um, oh, man, alive at the end of it. I was literally just in my living room, on my own, with the lights down, an empty uh, pack of baby food on my lap, weeping like the aforementioned baby. Oh, double three oh. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen is the telephone number. The bleakest film you've ever seen. Let's have a nice ble- <laughs> bleak evening, shall we? Let's have a go at that. How can we have a bleak evening when we're playing uh, Jet by Wings? One of the most triumphant songs ever recorded. I don't want to go Alan Partridge on your ass, but man, this is a good song, isn't it? If you're calling in, keep trying. It's just me on the phone tonight, so stay with me. I'll do my best. I can remember how to work the phones. That's the one thing I'm slightly worried about. So I press this button here and press this button here. Hello, Line 4, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hmm. Not the most astounding start, is it? Hello? Hello? I can... Yes, that's you. Hello? Yes, you. Hello? Yes, you. 
Is that me? It's you, yes. Hmm. Richie. Who? He's having a conversation with the seven-second delay. This could be uncomfortable. Stick with me. Is that... Is that Richie? Yes. Is that Richie? How are you? I'm good. It is, yes. Yes. Mm. There's a slight delay problem here, I think. Yeah, if you switch off the radio, then the delay problem will go. Come back, Eloise, all is forgiven. There we go. Hello, now we're, we're talking, stopped. now we're talking. Nope, not quite. I can't hear you, though, no. Can you hear me? Hello? Ian. Can you hear... Can you hear me? Ian. Yes, I'm here. Can't hear you. OK, I'm going to cut you off, then. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Ian? No. No, I can't hear you. I can hear <laughs> you when the radio switched on. OK, we can do this, Richie, can't but there's going to be a seven-second delay from what I say and what you hear, OK? So, so what can I do for films, you? Green Mile, didn't that make you cry? You want, so the oh God, Jesus, the Green Mile you're saying is a bleak film. Green Mile. Very. Okay. Thanks for that, Richie. Very, very bleak film. Bye bye. Oh yes. Bye. <laughs> We did it. We did it. That was hard work, wasn't it, kids? Two hours of that you got tonight. Two hours of that, jeez. Wow. Let's try line one. One, you're on the wireless. Oh, don't tell me this is going to be the same for everyone. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, line one. He's gone. Okay, this 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 could be. Have we got, have we got some albums somewhere we can play? Let's get some albums somewhere. Let's try line two. You're on the wireless. Oh Jesus! Hello. Yes, turn the radio off, Andre. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello, Ian. Oh God. Oh, you know what? Something strange has happened. Yeah, I know. This is going to be okay. Something's happened. What's happened? Ian. Yes. This is going to be awful. Well, I've, I've rushed back from the pub for the show, yeah? Yes? Ian? <laughs> and, I, and I was followed by a, a spaceship. Yes? And, and this hasn't happened for 30 years. Right. It was hovering above me. OK. OK. I can see what's happened here. Is the phones are um, effed, basically. Right? It's literally just me here tonight. In the building. The phones are screwed. Okay. And they obviously can't hear me on the phones. I wonder if I push one of these buttons. There's a whole array of buttons to the right. <laughs> it's gonna be fun tonight. There's a whole array of buttons to the right of me. I wonder if one of these would allow the caller to hear what I'm saying to them. Because that would be for, for a phone in show, that would be a key um a key part to the show. Them being able to hear me, not via the seven-second delay. So I'm going to try... Right, let's try this. Line three, can you hear me? Line three, can you hear me? OK, we're screwed. We are screwed. I think I've got through to the studio, but there isn't anything on this side of the phone that represents your voice here. <laughs> can you hear me? And I'm aware there's a seven-second delay... <laughs> So what I might do is wait for the seven seconds to catch up on the radio, but <laughs> I'm actually one of the few people that mutes the, mutes the radio when they call. Oh, God, I don't know who you are, caller, but the whole studio is... is do- Let me if I press that. Can you hear me now? No. Oh, man, alive. Not in the slightest, player. <laughs> not in the slightest. I can hear you on the radio. OK. On the handset, you're nothing. OK, I wonder if... <laughs> I've got two hours of doing a phone-in show under intense situations. Anyway, I'm going to continue, seeing as I'm on the air. Good lad, away um, you go. In your search for cinematic bleakness, 
I want to recommend Threads, the BBC documentary. Threads is really good. Leave a pause for your input. It makes me cry. Input. Yep. Um, <laughs> and what I'm also suggesting is making it into a face-off, because I don't think Threads can be beaten. Yeah, I, you know, I think you're right. I think Threads is, is, is the Threads is the bleakest uh, film in the world. When I was, I watched it when I was about thirteen, and oh, I was, I'm not, I've not finished talking. I'm not finished talking. Uh, I was finished it when I was about thirteen uh, and was devastated. I watched it a few years ago and I wanted to die. It's your turn to talk now, caller. <laughs> I don't want to curtail your topic too soon, but I do keep waiting to hear what you said, and it's really hard. <laughs> um, I do know that people actually got shown this at school and actually gave them a lot of people a lot of nightmares. A lot of my friends actually got serious social issues about um, social... Um, I'm actually getting stuttery because this is really disjointed, but, yeah, uh, basically, threads can't be beaten, and this call's pretty much over. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Got two hours of this. Oh, I'm going to kill myself. Sorry, we're playing some music there because we're just having a, a, a little chat. Um, oh, Brian, do you want to speak into that microphone? Yeah, hi, uh, I'm once, here. They, they fixed it. Uh, and Gemma, do you want to say hello? Hello. Now, this is this is very, very exciting. Brian uh, and Gemma, your uh, friends were friends with uh, the legend that is Frank Sidebottom. Gemma, I know you're a little bit shy, so you don't have to say anything if you don't want to, but feel free to chip in. I, I'm going to look at Brian, okay. but if you want to come in at any point. <laughs> um, and Brian's wife is here. Hello, Brian's wife. You're right. Now, Brian, tell us what happened this evening. Well, we've been to uh, the Chortle Comedy Wards in Water Street. Uh, Floridata? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But it was really... You're not from around these parts, are you? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, we looked it up on the website, but uh, it was still, they don't give you a pronunciation on that. Um, but it was fantastic. We had been warned in advance that, um, you know, my good friend and creative partner and Gemma's... Dear partner, uh, was to be honoured with yeah. a, a, a Chortle Comedy Awards um, a, a contribution to British comedy, yeah. which uh, was absolutely fantastic. Presented by John so, Ronson, of course, who used to be in Frank's by, band. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. He, um, John Ronson used to be in the in the band. Is a good friend of um, Frank's and wrote a really fantastic um, uh, article on Frank yeah. about. Uh, three or four years in the garden, just about the time that Frank and I had made the uh, Frank's World uh, animation, yeah. which was uh, one of our endeavours. Well, one, one of our loves, you know. Yeah. You know, we made it with... Uh, uh, well, it's funny you, you mentioned the animation, because a lot of people just think, oh, it's that bloke with the, the big head. But they don't realise, he was a brilliant musician, brilliant songwriter, but also a brilliant animator and a fantastic artist, you know, in terms he was of drawing. A, yeah, this is one thing I'd like to have brought out tonight. Well, it, was a, it, it was the Comedy Awards, and that was, that was great. Crit... Uh, Frank never really saw himself as a... Uh, yeah. He didn't say, I'm a comedian. He said, I don't do comedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he, uh, and, was and I would see him as a bit of a performance artist, yeah. really. But he was, a, he, was a, he was a total artist. And I think this was something he... Uh, well, it, 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 that was his life. He was a writer, he was a painter, drawer, a cartoonist. Like, you know, musician, we all know. Mm. No, we don't all know, but he, he was a fantastic musician mm. as well. Although the, the, the Frank portrayals of popular songs were <laughs> probably a little <laughs> the bit. Last, the last time but I that saw was Frank. because he was so good and so yeah. understanding of the form. The last time I saw Frank was uh, a gig at the 100 Club in Oxford Street mm -hmm. uh, where I was comparing, and the guy, the guy that was doing it said, Who would you want on the bill? I said, and I named all these obscure comedians, and I said, I want Frank Sidebottom headlining. He went, Well, oh, Frank doesn't really sort of do 20 minute sets, but I'll, I'll get in touch with that. No, he does. Well, this One is minute, it. 90 minutes. He, he turned up, bless him, and he turned up and he said, I've only come down because I like you, and I've come to see, see you do a bit of stand-up. And I, sus I suspect that Frank had had a little bit too much Tizer that evening. He was a little bit... Um, couldn't tell. Too many shandies. He was, too, too <laughs> many shandies. He was, he was booked to do 20 minutes. An hour and 15 minutes later, <laughs> he kind of wandered off the stage, but I didn't go, go backstage or anything. He then sat at the edge of the stage selling his badges, and he was a little bit... Tipsy, shall we say. But it was, and there were only about 30 people in the audience, it was the most amazing hour and 15 minutes I've seen. Just relentless. 
Did, you know, most comedians go, there's 30 people, I can't be bothered. I'll do a quick set and go. And he did an amazing act. Frank, uh, he's almost like the Ken Dodd of alternative mm. comedy, really. Mm. He had the similar reputation. He, he, he would... He'd go to people's houses <laughs> as, a, as a birthday present and spend most of the day there, probably, I think. But he did. He, um, he, 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 he just went on and on. And yeah. I've heard so many stories. I wasn't there myself. But people say uh, uh, he, he might go off, you know, after 20 minutes, and people are like, oh, a bit more. Then he'd come back and do another 45 <laughs> Well, he'd be there as long as you wanted him. And he could just... Because he, he loved he, he yeah. loved Angel. Yeah, he was, he, he was uh, one of my favourites, and I've been a fan since I was, like, 15, so that's 22 He just years loved, ago. He, he loved doing it, and I, I just think he had the sort of mind that, in a way, he couldn't stop it. Yeah. He, uh, he, he went off on a roll, or he went yeah. off on it. And he, enjo- he enjoyed it. And th- this was one of the great things about our friendship. We could just, um, you know, he, he, we would bounce off each other. Him more, him more than me, he'd come out with bigger and bigger. But uh, he's, he's <laughs> If you want to go to the webcam... creativity... If you want to go you know, to the webcam, I'm honoured. I've never been this close to little Frank before. I'm, little Frank is here in the studio he's with us. He's sadly a little bit battered, but <laughs> as we know, Frank, Frank did have a little bit of disdain for his uh, sidekick who tended to steal the limelight a little bit. Just like tonight, he oh, stole the show. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of sympathy for little Frank. He's only cardboard, don't get stuck away. <laughs> He's not even you got know. a body anymore, it's just you a know. head. Oh. And this is a spoon, I didn't realise it's a spoon. <laughs> yes, I know, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise, I thought it was Sanitation more sophisticated. It doesn't need more than that. To, oh, to, bless um, him, little Frank. a character. John Ronson, I think we can With say this, because John Ronson has, has tweeted it. John Ronson, there's a film... Do we know about the film? Is that, is that oh, the film? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, it's been in, uh, like all films, planning for a while. Mm. And I talked to John tonight, and he said, yeah, it's still got a lot of enthusiasm behind it. And I know um, Frank, Frank. Yeah, Frank, well, Frank uh, told me about it. Yeah, yeah. And Frank said it was mental, because he said it wouldn't be him playing Frank. It would be no. someone else playing Frank, like John Sim or someone. Then he'd pop up at the end. He said he was going to be happy just sitting in the audience watching it. It's just quite a fantastic... It'll be so good to see. Now, uh, the statue campaign. There is a campaign to build a statue in Timperley. I'm I'm assuming it's in Timperley, of Frank. What can we do to help? Um, You can go to the website, which is www.franksidebottom.org.uk. Do you know I'm going to put that on my Facebook page as we speak? (laughs) Franksidebottom.org.uk. Yeah. Okay. And you can get in touch. You can help us raise the money or donate. Or we've got a shop on there selling badges. Lovely. Oh, so. we and, and loads of things have been organised. I think. Yeah, we've, we've, we've got before, some concerts. You know, um, in, initially, well, sort of in Manchester. Hopefully, we've got a comedy uh, review on in sale. But it'll spread, you know, things around the country as people yeah. take up the. the, the yeah, the, and if the, anyone wants to help us with yeah, their own sort yeah. of anyone event, then just get in touch. Like Frank, and, yeah. It's, I, that's what it's all about. It's just I, about celebrating it. Well, the whole the whole thing when when the, the funeral was was being arranged and stuff, and the, the, I think it was like twenty thousand pounds or something was raised on Twitter. I was surprised that there was that much affection. I thought he was oh, kind of like a private little joke that me and my friends knew about. But there suddenly there was this mm. kind of mass outpouring that was beautiful. The it's internet a being used love for good, for Frank. Mm. I think that the bubbles down. You know. But it's just down there, you know, it, for a while it was like, I think he, you know, he'd raised sort of, he, he was frank and just there was this solid bedrock, really, mm. and yeah. it was silent for a while, and then it's, when he died, they were yeah, all... He's got really uh, loyal fans. And they are, they're, absolutely, they really yeah. love him. Have you met some of the, the, the weird widows? There are some widows, let's be honest. Let's, let's be honest about this. That have made their own heads and things. And t- there's, there was always someone at the back of a Frank <laughs> oh, gig with heads. a homemade head. The heads are brilliant, aren't they? But you think, God, I love him. And but they I always make them gigantic. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're always huge, aren't they? Yeah. And it's I, quite... Sp- I, I, couldn't sp- I couldn't spend a day doing that. Well, there is a campaign to get Frank's army going. <laughs> this, uh, so it's all something that he talked about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in fact, he started a collection which he he, he proudly ha- had hung on coat hooks above the front door, didn't he, Gemma? Uh, he was he was collecting military headgear or any headgear. He was collecting any military stuff. And it was uh, and he whenever you went round, he said, "I've got a new hat and." Uh, and, and we're going to have Frank's army. It's going to be fantastic. There's going to yeah, be you but... next to Gemma and big, little, small, fat, short, uh, you know, and, uh, at but... the Altingham <laughs> Festival. And uh, so that's something that uh, 
you know, he, he talked not only us, lo, lo, lots of people. He, yeah. he was so enthusiastic with his ideas, this filled up to everyone. And um, th- this is something that's been planned by people who are, mm. you know, part of this, uh, well, just... The, campaign to get you know, Listen, if we but, can, but they'll yeah. do it because it's fun yeah. they want to do it because it's they're going to have fun doing it yeah. you yeah. know they're, they're, it's not a case of oh we're going to have to go and try and raise some money they want to go out and have fun and if we can help in any way you just ask and we shall we shall be there we've been enjoying you know playing slipping in I've got my box set somewhere let's, let's yay should we have a Frank <laughs> song now let's uh, let's right, 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 right. We'll, we'll get something out in a second Gemma what, what would you like your free pick free pick um, Airplay. It's on oh, Airplay's, Airplay's like a, a brilliant pop song, isn't it? Wicked. That's from the, was that from the second album? I can never quite remember. I don't know. It's a, br- hang on, let me find it, I will find it. Um, well, like- I think that one's John Cooper Clark's favourite. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's just a beautiful pop song. If it hadn't been Frank doing that, if it had been like Blue or someone, <laughs> that'd have been a top ten hit. Easily. I'm looking for it, I'll find it. Give us the website again. Let's, let's- He'd be pleased with that. <laughs> for the statue website, it's yes. www. Frankcybottom.org.uk. I can't remember where the hell is Airplay. I got Hey You Right Policeman. I can't remember which. It's on one of the albums. I remember that. There's Electricity. It's not there. Hmm. Oh, there it is. Track one. There we go. Of course it is. Track one. We'll, <laughs> track we'll, one. we'll have, so we'll have some of that. <laughs> track one. Uh, I remember when he, when, uh, he was on. He came on track ABC, one. another station that I did, was on, and he came on once. And. Um, uh, we record, we clipped him saying, thank you, uh, and we kept playing it out, and someone phoned up and complained. I said, why, why is uh, Ian Lee playing that clip of someone saying, F you? And we, we had to go, no, 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 he's saying thank you. And the boss listened to it, he said, no, it sounds like he's saying F you. And we had to, I said, Frank Sidebottom would never swear. What are you talking about? Although I did hear him drop a potty word once, which is very, very <laughs> naughty. Uh, listen, uh, so are you back off to Manchester this evening? No, well, oh, well. Oh, OK. OK. Staying overnight. OK, well, listen, it's lovely, Gemma, it's lovely to see you. It's lovely to meet you, Brian. I'm fantastic. Uh, and let us know, Gemma, you've got my details, so let us know what's going on and anything that we can plug, we will plug the hell out Thank of. Thank you so much. Uh, yes. uk is the uh, the website address. Go there. Uh, there's a beautiful box set that came out a few a couple of months ago, Frank Sidebottoms, fantastic showbiz box set, 120 tracks. I'm guessing this is pretty much everything... There is, isn't it, it that he put out officially? It's all the in-tape stuff. Right. Um, it was stuff which has only been... Sets, never released on. It was only really available on vinyl before. Yeah. So it's just been released for the first time on CD. It's beautifully packaged. There's a little bit from me in there as well, which is all very nice. And there's, look, there's stuff from John Thompson and Charlie Chuck and uh, fans have written uh, pieces in there. It really is uh, beautiful. And if you've got... Because I've got all my 7 inches and my 12 inches at home and they're lovely to have. They're beautiful. But... To have all of this stuff on CD is a treat. And, and this is, if you thought he was just, you know, silly pastiches of Beatles songs, <laughs> listen to Airplay. This is a treat. Thank you. There we go. I think, I think we're not, We've just moved studios to listen. Gemma is still with me, and we had a mad dash panic up to the main studio where hopefully, fingers crossed, touch wood, the phone systems are going to work. Now... If that happens or not, I don't quite know. And also, this studio is set up in a completely different way. And also, we're waiting for your cab, Gemma, as well. So, a- anything, anything could happen. Should we see... Uh, oh, look, here's um, Gary on line one. Hello, Gary. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Gary! Yeah, I, thought, I thought he was going live on air. He's there. You're al- you are live on air, Gary. I was just expecting you. I was just going to give a minute and I was going to go. No, you're oh. there. You're there. I can hear you. It's working. All right. Chill, boss. Chill. I've uh, just got a quick point for you, but I remember seeing Frank Sidebottom. Yeah. Obviously, I'm from Manchester. Yeah. He used to go to my non-league football club. Oh, uh, the, the which one? Rackliff Borough. Oh, really? I thought he was an Altrincham FC man. Altrincham? Yeah. No, no, I'm not outside of Manchester. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Frank now. Oh, I've no idea. I was oh. only about eight. I can't quite remember. Okay. That record was great. It was good, it? wasn't it? Someone's bigging yeah. up. It's, it's some headphones. If you put some headphones on, Jeremy, you can hear what Gary uh, is is saying. He's saying that the the Frank Sidebottom record that we just played was a treat, and he enjoyed it very much. Uh, yeah. Or maybe oh, you can't hear if you put some headphones on. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't worry. He's not he's not being that interesting, if I'm honest. Who me? Yes, Gary. You. All oh, right. I was just going to say great shows last week, apart from some boring person called Matthew Healy that called in. Well, there you go. You see, these these things are sent to try us. Shall I just give you a quick poem here? Um, well, is it going to be as rubbish as the last one? Rubbish? No, no, no. 
And is it going to be as long as the last one? No, not at all. Give us a minute. OK. Right. To be loved is to be wanted. It to sounds kiss. a bit rubbish. To kiss? All right, then, fair enough. So, uh, what else was I going to say? I don't know, as I'm not inside your head. <laughs> yeah, it all goes, you know, as soon as you start talking to you. Yeah, it well, it, it all goes as soon as I start talking as well, Gary. Exactly. OK. Well, so, thanks, uh, thanks for calling. Is that it? Yep. Uh... <laughs> Sometimes I wonder why I bother. Let's go to line four. Four, you're on the wireless. Hello? Billy? Yes? Richie. Who? Richie. Again, line one. Familiar? Well, OK, yes. How are you doing? Oh, yes, I'm fine, Richie. Going to talk about them um, bleak films. OK, but you've done it, The Green Mile. Yes, and I had a second choice. <sighs> yes. Eden Lake. Um, I've not seen it. Is it bleak? It's, it's bleak. It's bleak. Um, let me tell you about yes. uh, the children are our future. What? And that's all I'm going to say is watch that film. Okay. It's bleak. Okay, okay. Just like that phone call was quite bleak. You see what I have to do? This is my job. I get paid to talk to these people. Not enough. I don't get paid enough, but I get paid to talk to these people. Speaking of the people that I mentioned in the lift, Andre! Hi, then. Um, <laughs> as I was saying, I've got, uh, got to follow by a UFO, I think. <laughs> you know, I, I sharply caught yes. out my mobile phone. Yes. Tried to take the picture. Yes. And it buzzed off at 500 miles an hour. Not uh, even the Subaru would have caught it. Wow, really? It was bright, and it happened 30 years ago. Yeah. And my brother's. John Paul, you know. So you took a photo it, on your mobile phone 30 years ago, did you, Andre? No, I didn't have one then. I tried to tonight. OK. But I couldn't get my phone out quick enough because it went so quick, right? Yeah. The Subaru wouldn't have caught it. No OK, way. no, no, no. The Subaru only does 180. Yeah? OK, yeah, yeah. But when it happened 30 years ago, my brother said, no, you've had too many beers. Yes. John Paul said. Yes. I said, no, I haven't. I've only had about six. Yes. Right? He said, you're imagining it. And, and everyone else did. My mum and dad said, no, you wasn't followed. I said I was. Right. What do you reckon, Ian? I think you're pissed. But, uh, <laughs> bullshit. All right, steady, steady, steady. Bullshit. Steady, yes, thank you. Okay. All right, uh, Ian, y- an- another thing. Oh, God. What? The bloke before you was very insolent. Because I tried to phone him. Ben he Jones. Show, oh, hang on a minute, him. hang on a minute, Andre, shush. I'm taking a personal call. Hello? That's very kind. We'll be down in a minute. Thank you very much. Uh, 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 Andre, I'm going to cut this call short and play a record. All uh, right. Uh, thank you for the promos. Yeah, OK. Ta-ta. Bye. It's going to be one of those nights. 033-0123-1215. We'll take more of your calls straight to air after the specials and Ghost Town. Thank you. Give me a second. I'm just working out what goes where in the studio. Almost there. Almost there. Uh, it's exciting. I'm in an unfamiliar studio with technology that may or may not work on my own. Completely on my own. But the telly's on. We'll turn that on. I don't want the telly on my way up. do we? There we go. Lovely. Ian Lee, Absolute Radio. Um, if you want to get that Frank Sidebottom uh, website address, go join our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee Show. Uh, after 12, we'll be speaking to Michael Cohen, who is a UFO expert. Um, who will be telling us... It's almost like a proper show this, this evening, is it? With content and everything. Um, who will be telling us about the UFO that was spotted in Jerusalem a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and also, we'll find out if that... Remember he was on a while ago, talking about Barack Obama, and about how he was going to mention something in his speech uh, about there being UFOs. I don't think he's done that yet, has he? We'll find out. We'll see if he has. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? I can hear you clicking away. Okay, it's going to be one of those nights. If you're new to the show, it's normally better than this. Don't worry. Uh, Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? Jerry, are you anywhere near the phone? Are you in the same building as the phone? Are you in the same room as the phone? You're in the same universe. I can barely hear you. I think you're back. Yeah, okay. Now, one of the things I've... uh, I don't know much about much, but... 
One of the things I've learned is when you're doing a phony show, you kind of need the phones on your side, otherwise uh, you is El Scaperdo. Uh, now, I think that was, Jer- uh, that was uh, um, his problem there, Jerry's problem there, not mine. I think he's bedbound, and I suspect that th- th- maybe in a fit of pique, he tossed the phone to the other side of the room and then regretted it instantly because he wanted to come on the air and speak to me. Never mind. We'll see. Let's take one more call, then we'll play uh, a record, shall we? Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian, how are you? I'm, oh, I'm, getting, I'm getting there. Awesome. Um, I was wondering what the name of the song by the Color Called the Quartet was that you played at the time. Uh, is it, um, is it this one? Yeah. Uh, it's I've Just Seen the Face by the Beatles. Correct Quarter Quartet coming uh, middle of May. They're coming and playing two gigs in London and coming on this show. Awesome. First ever UK appearances. Follow me on Twitter or go to the Facebook page or listen to the show. I will be announcing them at some point this week. I'm just waiting for everything to be finalised, but I will be announcing the Curricorder dates uh, in the UK. Uh, first time they've ever played here. They're doing two dates. Uh, I'll be announcing them this week. Fabulous. Is that all right? Yes, that's brilliant. And keep up the fabulous show. I will do my best. I don't... I don't know how much longer I can keep this going for, really. I think we're, we're coming to the end of, of the road. Surely? This can't go on forever, can it? No. We're getting there, dear listener. We're getting there. We're getting there. Ian Lee, Absolute Radio. Mark Crosley is on at one o'clock, which is always good news for the late-night uh, radio listener. In about 20 minutes, we'll be speaking uh, to Michael Cohen, live from Australia, the land of uh, dreams. Um, about the UFO that was spotted over Jerusalem. Until then, you can call in. It's just me, on my own. They've trusted me in a radio studio completely on my own. This has never happened before. It will never happen again. Oh, you mark my words, it won't be happening tomorrow. But for the next 55 minutes, it's just you and it's just me. If you'd like to give me a call, um, 030-123-1215 is the phone number. It would be good if you could call, because I can see the only call on the screen at the moment is Noel Taylor. And, I, you know, as desperate as I may be for content, I don't think... We're not that desperate, are we? No, we're not. So, if you want to uh, save us from having to listen to him talk guff, try and get a gig at my night, and, you know, basically that's it. Oh, double three oh one two. Ray from Freechley's called in. We're saved. We're saved. Good evening, Ray. Thank you, Ray. Good evening. Good evening, Ray. I uh, hope, hope you're OK, despite the... Uh the old glitches. We're, we're, we're struggling. They made, the bosses made me come up to a studio that didn't have a seven-second delay, OK? And I said, no, oh. no, no, we can... Listen, honestly, I've got no material tonight. By me talking to the callers and there being a delay, that instantly cuts the show... Like, we lose about 25 minutes of material I have to come up with. But they said, no, Ian, we, we want the show to actually sound at least halfway decent, and I have to agree with them, and uh, I've come up here. But I've got nothing to talk about, so... Give it all you've got. I'm going to give it all I've got, Ray. That's it. Uh, did you bring the ukulele? Well, no, of course I didn't bring the ukulele. Oh, damn, you could have filled the show with that. <laughs> I could have done, and I would have done. If I if I had brought the ukulele, boy, oh, boy, would I be singing my heart out now. Hmm. Actually, um, what was it, last week? Um, yes. I, uh, me and my uh, partner, she, she had to go to hospital for a, what was it, um, a lung function test? A lung function test, the old uh, LFT, yes. <laughs> pulmonary function, or whatever they call okay, it. Okay, yeah, the old PFT, yes. Uh, which involves having to breathe out and uh, you know as deep as far as you can, and you know breathe in really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. And, uh, and while she was in the box, you know, being asked to perform these breathing um, yeah, yeah. exercises, I, w- I was sat at the back of the room doing it myself, and yeah. for some reason I. I was very tempted to give it the old prodigy. A little prodigy. That's well. They're, yeah. they're, they're, I did. I have been in touch with the NHS in the past about this, uh, about yeah. making the prodigy one of the tests for the old um, LFT, <laughs> and they said no. Oh. Which is, I think shows short sightedness on their part. Hmm. Because you know it's amazing how far you can breathe out. I mean, because normally we 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 use hardly any of we our. Use, breath. I think Einstein said we use ten percent of our breaths. No, hang on, that wasn't it. Anyway, ten percent of our breasts. No, we use very little of the breath that a God has given us. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And uh, also, while I'm here, I phoned yes. in last Tuesday, and I must apologise for accidentally letting out a category three. Category C, yes, you did. You did. Uh, you did drop. Uh, 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 I think it was an S bomb, wasn't it? It was the S. 
It was, oh, it was the F, was it? Oh, I think F might be category B. I'm not sure. I've not looked at the categories for a long, long time. I must reacquaint myself. It was the SH. Okay, we, okay, an S. All right, calm down. That's a C, yes. All right, uh, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, well Ray, it takes a big man to phone in and apologise for being an idiot, and you've done that. Well done. Let's go to uh, line five. Five, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Uh, what, what are the topics? Well, um... Bleak films? Bleak films? Could you turn the radio off, please? Uh, yeah. It's off. OK. Bleak okay. films? Bleak films. Bleak films. Uh, as in awful? No. As in bleak. Could I get a definition definition of bleak? What do you think bleak means? Uh, uh, very, very, very uh, uh, disinteresting, a little bit unhappy, that sort of thing. Not quite, no. Bleak basically okay. means um, uh, uh, it leaves you uh, kind of scratching your head and just wondering, why are we alive? Yes, OK, I have a film. OK. Uh, clockwork... Uh, is Clockwork Orange bleak or is Clockwork Orange overrated rubbish? It's one of those two, and I, I can never remember which. One. Yes, I did watch it the other night on on the recommendation of many many a people. Yeah, and uh, it left me feeling uh, disenchanted. I, I I bet those people are slightly pretentious uh, people who like to smoke the odd spliff every now and then. Am I correct? Um, I'm not sure. There we go. But possibly yeah, uh, it was go. rubbish. Though. It it's was very, awful, very awful rubbish. It, Kubrick, who it was a self-imposed ban uh, uh, on Clockwork Orange being shown in this country after it got such terrible reviews. Kubrick should have left it. Uh, ban because it's utter, utter tosh. I remember I went to the States and bought it on VHS over there when you can only get it there and rushed back home and was dead excited and then put it on and thought, oh my God, I've wasted $20 on this guff. Exactly. And he's done better things as well. So that's, you know, I was, it happens. It's bad, it, bad movie. It's bad, bad movie. But that's not the definition of bleak. It's not bad. It's, uh, okay. Okay. Whatever it was, bad. Okay. Anything else, Roger? Uh, no. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's got a line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, mate. How are you, mate? Um, I've been better, mate, but I'm all right. I'm all right. right. you are. Lovely jubbly. Lovely. What, bleak films. Yes. I want to agree about that. Threads. Yes. I still has nightmares about that now, mate. Oh. I foolishly watched it on YouTube, because the whole film's on uh, yeah. Uh, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it all the way, but I'm going to tell you something that'll make it even more bleaker now. Oh, go on. It's based on a true story. Do you know the girl? You got the guy from Coronation Street, and he's Reese Reese Dinsdale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then she she has a baby, doesn't she? Yeah. Well, the the girl who played when she and she has a baby at the end. She actually died in real life. Oh, you know. Oh god. Don't tell me. I'm, act- I'm actually going to cry. I'm in one of those moods yeah. where it, I've just been so tired this weekend, and uh, with th- th- watching uh, watching the road. Oh god, I've just been crying nonstop. Well, you, time in the month is it? Or? It it is a little bit. Yeah, it's, yeah, a it bit is. pre. It is, it is a bit, yeah. But, yeah, I'm sorry if you don't say it, but that's a true story, that. <sighs> Chaps, he died in real life. Oh, well, pe- young... People do die. Victoria O'Keefe, her name was. OK. OK. Now you've, now you've humanised it. Thank you for that one, that. Um, let us go to... Line two, you're on the wireless! Hello, Ian, mate. Hello, um, mate. Have you ever seen The Naked Lunch? Um, no. Really, really weird film. It's got the guy who was Robocop in it, Peter Weller. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've tried to watch it. I turn it off after about 40 minutes every single time. It's yeah. just too weird. Yeah. It, it, um, it's like a hallucinogen. It's just... Is that David uh, Lynch? I think it is, yeah. And there's a typewriter that's a fly and it's got a, a vagina on its back and stuff. It's is that naked? So what's, what's in Razorhead? Is that... Because that's, no, that's weird. Some, that's something else I haven't seen, but I think it is Lynch. He's good yeah. at that kind of stuff. But yeah. you're supposed to enjoy a film. Yeah. It's just like being... In the head, I couldn't handle it. I, I, I do like films sometimes where you're kind of scratching your head and going, uh, but yeah. but David Lynch sometimes goes a bit too far. I, I remember going to the pictures and watching Mulholland Drive, yeah, and coming out and thinking, that right, that was rubbish, that wasn't clever, <laughs> that wasn't clever, good, that was just rubbish. No, no, what do you tell you what, it was because I was too young, but Total Recall did that to me as well. Oh, Total Recall, well, I was too young, I was about nine when I saw it, yeah, it kind of uh, it's good. Well, Total Recall, I, I, I like Total Recall. It's based on Philip K. Dick books, right? right. So is Minority Report, and right. so is Blade Runner. Yeah. And he wrote them in the 50s. Yeah. Like that. Some of that 50s sci-fi uh, books are mental, man. 
I know, the guy lived on coffee and amphetamine, and that's it. Anyway, gotta go, Ian. Thanks, mate. <laughs> there we go. He's had enough. Uh, what, what happened? Did his mum just come in the room or something? We were having a chat there. Uh, David Lynch, you know, does some amazing films, some amazing films, but he also does some stuff where you just think, come on, man, what are you, what are you doing? What's, what is the point of that? Uh, a Mulholland Drive, and we're going to Swiss Cottage Cinema, and the, the, the cinema's in a big roundabout, um, and just half an hour into it, I thought, no, 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 no. No, 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 he is taking the mick with this. Line five, you're on the wireless. What's happening, mate? I'm doing a radio show, mate. Oh, that's good. Yeah, what's happening with you, mate? Just got just got the day off work tomorrow, so I'm st- staying up a bit late. Nice one! Yeah? <laughs> Not spoken to you for a while. Do you want a split? Um, I'm all right, thanks very much, but but cheers. Cheers for offering. Can you, you bring some prostitutes around? Sorry? Can you bring some prostitutes around? <laughs> Well, I, I could do, but Kidsgrove is a little bit far from me, Walter. It's in North London. Is it? Oh, in that case, yeah, I could I could bring some round, definitely. It's in Grouch Head. Bring some hookers. OK, I'll bring, I'll bring some hookers and I'll bring some hookahs as well. I want five. We'll have a right old ding-dong. Five of each. OK, well, I, I could probably do that. You make me laugh, man. Oh, you make me horny, man. I'm gonna do it. You bought more. Okay. <laughs> He's not called for about well for a year or so. Line six are on the wireless. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Sorry to hear about you having your te- technical difficulties and that. It's all right. I like I like technical difficulties. I thrive on technical difficulties. Well, you got me thinking. Cause you're yeah. saying about bleak films. Yeah. And then it was like last week. You were saying about pretentious films you'd watch yeah. as a student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Have you ever seen um, Pi, spelt P-I? No, I haven't. Oh, are you kidding? Is it's that like good? A black and wh- it's uh, a black and white film, about yeah. 10, 15 years old. Yeah. And it's about this Jewish mathematician. Yeah. And he's got, um, he's like, he finds an equation. Yeah. That, and he manages to see it in everything in life. Yeah. And he, and he figures this equation out, but knowing it, it kind of it does his head in, and he ends up having like migraines, and oh. um, he can't cope. See, when you explain it like, like that, it sounds quite good. Well, it is good, but it's good to watch it. But you wouldn't want to be in his shoes because he hasn't got a reason to live because <laughs> he's figured it all out, and he's like, "Oh, we're up to now." <laughs> and then all these all these rabbis are well after him. <laughs> well, because he's worked out a sum. Yeah, just because he's worked out the sum, the rabbis are after him. It all kicks off when uh, when he figures it out. I'm to- I'm totally getting pie. I'm watching it. You must do. It's only spelled P-I, as in, like, the, that equation. Yeah. I wonder where they got it's that name from. Yeah, I know. Some sort of uh, literature, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe a st- historical thing, perhaps. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye, Anthony. I thrive on the technical difficulties. I think it makes the show appear um, to have a reason to live, or maybe not. Uh, we can speak to Michael Cohen in about ten minutes. Make sure you're listening. OK, now, um, last week we talked a little bit about a UFO that had been spotted uh, in Jerusalem. It was on the Channel 4 News, it was on a few other news uh, broadcasts, it was in the papers, it was a big story. Uh, well, we have got back on the line um, Michael Cohen, our UFO expert, who's in all the way in Australia. Michael, remind me what the website is you run again, please. Uh, all News Web. All News Web. Uh, and I'm guessing you went quite big on this story, did you? Uh, well, I actually broke the st- I actually discovered the uh, the footage and broke the story, and um, I've talked to the witnesses and stuff like that. For those who, did, who haven't seen it, and it is on YouTube, so go and Google it, it's, um, uh, it's over the Dome of the Rock in Jerusalem, and it's a white light... What, describe what happens, Michael. Basically, um, some people see a, a white light that could be, you know, confused as a very big star at the beginning, mm. and the thing starts descending and uh, then hovers for a while just above the Dome of the Rock. And, and then shoots off at an incredible mm. or impossible speed. 
Uh, and the thing about it is there are three different people, three different films of the event. Oh, really? Because I've seen two uh, of them. I didn't realise there was a third. Uh, the, the, the one that's being sort of kept a little bit hidden by the media is the fourth video, and that oh. is by far the most interesting. Why, what's, what's in that one? Well, it's the same, but it's, it's, it's much more close up. And, uh, you know, it just, it's so far proven completely undebunkable. Yeah. The one you've probably seen, the second one, which is really the third one, is <laughs> a fake. The one where they go, oh, we get these all the time. In oh, that's the one with the American woman in, in the background. Oh! That's complete, that was put in there. I mean, the UFO crowd would say that was put in there to discredit the event. That cannot be real. It's just a joke. It's a send-up right. of, of UFOs, that the idea that rural Americans... Mississippi are always seeing them, and and what? How, how do you know that one's a fake? What's in that that gives that away? Oh, it's just if you've been studying UFOs uh, for a while, it's it's just complete nonsense. It doesn't look good. It's a it's a it's a two hour job, if not if that, right? On a computer, yeah. It, the the actual background is static. Yeah, it's just a, a photo that they've lifted off. Oh, the okay. Yeah, but but the but the other three yeah. are completely undebunkable, and they're the ones. All all of them I've spoken to the witnesses. I'm yeah. the only person that has, and I'll say this: I don't think anyone ever will. So right, for what it's worth, um, the thing the thing is. Um, why I sort of really want to come on the show is it's being presented as a coordinated hoax or a viral marketing campaign yeah. for a movie. I, I just want to say that is absolutely impossible. Right. And I, I can sort of, I can pretty much, if not prove that, convincingly argue that. On Saturday morning, I woke up uh, with, for some reason, two words in my head. Go to the, well, a few words. Go to the computer and type in UFO Jerusalem was just running through my head. Yeah. Go and time a YouTube UFO Jerusalem. Oh, yeah. The first video I got was the video that basically went viral. Yeah. Now, I've been doing this for a while, and in reality, there's, there's videos like that put up every week. And unless you actually put them on a trajectory to go viral, nothing comes of them. You know, you get a couple of comments on them. Yeah. Good work, keep your eyes on the skies. And I, I know this for a fact, and anyone that studied you guys would know this. There's plenty of good footage out there. I, I fell off my chair when I saw it, but then I probably fell off my chair once a week. And obviously, I liked the symbolism with the uh, Dome of the Rock and that. Yeah. So I sort of knew this one had legs. And but I put it on a very control. I mean, I must. I, you know, I've been accused of being a hoaxer, and that I'm not. But I, I, I do have a bit of a knowledge of the internet. And I put it on a very contrived trajectory, right, to send it viral. You know, something I've tried and true. I've done many times. Yeah. And I, knowing, if, I mean, I don't know how far people are going to look into this, but no investigation will ever place me having any contact with any of the people that did this. Right. Because I didn't. And they just couldn't, for this to have been coordinated, they would have had to anticipate the, the very contrived process that I went through to send this thing viral. Mm. And uh, uh, that's, that's the first thing. Second of all, because I got in early, um, well, I, well, I started sending things viral. I realised it was going really, really viral, and for whatever reason, I decided I'm going to contact. And I never do this. I don't contact witnesses yeah. ever. Right? For some reason, it was just it was going mad. Like the internet was really buzzing over this one, YouTube, and that. So I did, uh, I wanted to keep control of my own story, which I failed in miserably. Of course, I knew I would fail. You know, as you do. And um, I rang the witness. Um, well, I, I emailed him initially, and he they sent back their number, and I rang them. And um, I mean, I don't know how to put this gingerly, or you know, is that the word, or delicately? But yeah. the witnesses, they weren't even close to having from 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 what I heard, heard of them. Yeah, they they were mil this this for this to have been done the way it was, it would have been it had to have been a very a person been doing these kinds of this stuff for years. Yeah, they weren't even anywhere near having the sort of, in my view, the personality that could have pulled off a stuff right. like this. Right, okay. Are I you mean, saying they were quite dull people? In, well, no, I'm, I don't know how, how far I can go saying that. Okay, but, but your but, point is taken, don't worry. <laughs> no, don't <laughs> worry. It's English radio, not Australian radio, really, so we can we say can a little bit. pretty much say a lot as long as it's not a swear word, yeah. They, yeah, were, they were boring people who wouldn't have the imagination they, they to do this. The, uh, they weren't the brightest matzo ball in the soup. Okay, you can and, say that, um, well done. <laughs> 
Yeah, and basically, um, I don't believe they're employed by any uh, marketing agency yeah. to send anything viral. And they're nice people, but, but... And, I mean, I spoke to them, I asked them what they, you know, whether it was real or not. They insisted that it was real. Yeah. Um, I asked what happened that night. And uh, the gentleman, his name's Eli Gael Gedalyovich, told me that he, he had a feeling that night about Jerusalem being some kind of meeting place yeah. uh, for aliens, that they were somehow attracted. I'm not saying I believe any of this, although I don't discount it. Yeah. Uh, attracted to the spirituality or even the conflict of the place. Mm. And he seemed to see this as some sort of, not so much a UFO type event, but some sort of... Uh, ultra-dimensional event, you know, spirit-type thing. Mm. Uh, that's what he believed he captured. Yeah. Um, they were pretty innocent. Like, they were just sort of, I think, that day started dabbling their, sort of dipping their toes in ufology. I mean, this had none of the, the trademarks of a well-orchestrated hoax. I've, I've sort of analysed their YouTube page, page. It was clearly just a page, slapdash page, stuck up. Uh, on the on the web just for one video, mm. it, it had stuff that if you were a, a real mastermind hoaxer, you never would have put on yeah. there. Like he had his favourite song, as "Dark Side of the Moon." I know that's a song that people that are sort of into UFOs like. Oh, it's a tedious right? song, for goodness' sake! Awful! Pardon? It's an awful song. Pink, pink <laughs> yeah, Floyd, terrible. Yeah, I, well, I don't mind it actually. But, uh, yeah. but um, what does this what does this like mean it. for us, Michael? What does it mean? Um, well, I believe, I believe um, that this was nothing more than a hologram. Mm. Uh, I have no doubt the event is real, and if we've got yeah. time, I don't know if we do. I can go on to the fourth, the fourth. Yeah, yeah, of course, video. okay, yeah. Right, I believe that um, it was a hologram yeah. sent down by uh, extraterrestrials a a as a sign. They wanted publicity. They, they actually want. They're actually basically doing this at their own pace. Uh, the world is now being prepared. Did, uh, can I, can I just go off on a tangent? There are other beings in this universe. Let me just go off on a quick tangent, because this kind of ties in a little bit with what we spoke about last time, where you came sure. on and said that Barack Obama was, was preparing yeah. to hint in a vague way that there, there was extraterrestrial life in a speech. Has That's that happened right, yeah. yet? Well, no, but the, oh. my timeline was 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 not that it would like no. that could happen in the next month. I didn't okay. give it sort of a, but it, it's it is happening. Yeah. We are being. This was undoubtedly um, part of a program to basically soften the blow when people are told we are aware of the technologically advanced beings on other planets, which actually mathematically must be the case. Oh, of course. So, this is, if this it is happening, I, this is, I find this all very exciting, you know, whether this is or not. I, I, oh, it is. Yeah, whether the, look, there's a very small chance that this wasn't real. Yeah. But I just, I don't see how, because if now, I just want to talk for a minute about the fourth piece. Yeah, of go on. We've got a couple, we've got two minutes. Maybe lady you want to look at. And it sort of proves my point. Yeah. The fourth piece of footage is the most remarkable footage, but no one's seen it because it wasn't specifically subjected to a, what I call a trajectory of sending it viral. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good it is. Right, and that proves my point that I, had I not done what I did, no one would have picked up on it. Yeah. But anyway, back to the fourth one. That's, it's, a, it's an astonishing piece of footage, but it's accompanied by this ridiculous skit, which is nothing more than bad acting. I, I happen to speak Hebrew reasonably well and yeah. understand it. And I know, that the, I know a lot of people bought it, that it's real, but they're acting. Uh, they're a bunch of Russian Israelis, and um, what they did, I believe, is that one of them got the initial footage and some of his friends convinced him to reenact the night in a skit thinking that it would give him 15 minutes of fame. Right. Now, I could virtually prove that that, that footage is genuine because yeah. one of the comments being bandied around about it is that if this guy did it, you know, if this is a fake, the guy that did it is a genius. Yeah. Now, and that's without realising that he only had a day to do it because I know this wasn't coordinated, right? Now, the reply to that is perhaps he is a genius. I mean, I know for a fact that plenty of Russian Israelis work in the IT yeah. uh, industry in Israel, and some of them are very, very smart. But Israel is a country where there's a massive stigma attached to UFOs. I mean, Israel's in the dark ages in that respect, right. frankly. And, I mean, I realized the minute I saw that footage, if that young Russian guy that took it... Um, 
if it's a hoax, we'll know in about two days. Right. Because why would a guy create a brilliant piece of footage? I mean, wouldn't it be in his interest to just come out and say, I hoaxed that? Yeah. I mean, he's got no interest whatsoever in not coming public saying he hoaxed. He's probably done himself a lot of damage. Right? Now, I emailed him, and we sort of exchanged a few emails, and he stood his ground that the footage was real and he'll explain later. Now, I don't believe he ever will. Uh, I don't believe we'll ever hear from any of the witnesses again. Right. But but it doesn't make any sense. I mean, if this guy is this brilliant IT guy and he hoaxed it, he'd be, he, I doubt this 19-year-old Russian-Israeli has this, understands the sensitivities of UFO believers that he'd be crushing their hopes by coming out um, and saying it's a hoax. My own family is sort of from that background, yeah. sort of Russian. Michael, we're running out of time. I know time. these people. He'd be coming out and saying, I hoaxed it. We're running out of time. Is there anywhere... In, in, in CGI. Is there anywhere we can see this fourth film? Oh, yeah, I've got it on my YouTube uh, channel. Give us the channel. Uh, it's called The Fourth, uh, the fourth uh, uh, Film. It's an amazing film. Okay. And what's your, what, and, sorry, what's, um, your, what's your YouTube channel called? It's all news web. It's... Okay. It's just all news with. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go there now and have a little look. If you go there now and you go down on the side, it's like, I think it's maybe the third video down. Right. Our computers are being rubbish as they it's always a are. mega update, fourth video or something. I will have a... Uh, uh, you've... Oh, it wants me to go away. I've messed up the internet. Michael, I'll have a look. We're out of time. It's lovely to talk to you, uh, as always. Keep us informed with what happens. Send me a little email, and if anything else develops, then we'll get you back on, if that's all right. right. I just want to make, say one thing yeah, to the listeners. The other thing that, I, that, that you know, I, one of the reasons I know this, this is real is because one of the things that Ellie Gale said specifically, he kept on asking me, if we go big on this, will I get into trouble by various security. He was genuinely scared. Yeah. I just want to make that point. He was genuinely scared that he'd get somehow in trouble by the CIA by going public with his UFO encounter. But I've pretty much said my piece. Michael, right. it's a pleasure to talk to you, mate. Thanks very much. No, nice Take care too. and uh, keep in touch and we'll speak to you very soon. Good on you. Thank okay, you very bye. much. This is ex- this is exciting. If this is tr- if this is real, right, and I'm, I believe there are aliens out there, definitely. Do I believe this? I'm not sure. I'm not saying no, I'm not saying yes. I'm, I'm, I've logged into um, youtube.com forward slash allnewsweb and I'm going to have a little look. If this is real, come on, man. This is exciting stuff, isn't it? We'll take your calls on this uh, after this. Hey, now, take your bills and hey. People are getting well arsy on Twitter. I don't quite know why. Imbar Amir. Israel is in the dark ages. Ian, what is this rubbish? Well, Imbar, what he actually said was, uh, Israel is in the dark ages when it comes to UFOs. Tal, speaking as an Israeli, I can tell you that everything that guy said was utter bollocks. Everything that guy said. Everything? Really? You're going to dismiss it like that? Um, let's go to line uh, two. Hello, line two. You're on the wireless. Ian, how are you doing? Yeah, you know. I'd, I'd like to know, you know that Michael you were just speaking to? Yes. Was that Rob from Ponder's End with an Australian accent? I don't, I don't think so, no. That sounded very much like him. Thanks for calling. Up yours. There we go, 0330 123. 12.15 is the phone number. Last 15 minutes of the show before uh, Mark Crosley comes on at 1 o'clock and does his thing. Uh, but I'm in Mark Crosley's studio, so I'm going to have to do a quick dash uh, to get out, to get the hell out of here. Uh, before he comes in. 15 minutes left. If you want to call in, now would be a good time. Uh, did you see that UFO footage? I've posted the link to um, Michael's YouTube page on the Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee Show, I-A-I-N-L-E-E. Um, go and have a look. What do you think? Uh, am I convinced? I'm not sure. It looks pretty amazing. It looks pretty amazing. You wonder how they could fake that. I suppose you can do anything with computers these days, but it does look good. I've been to the Dome of the Rock. Uh, I had a gun point at me when I sat down. True story. Um, let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless. Uh, hello, it's Andre, yeah? Hello, Andre. What a lovely surprise. Now, you know that fellow? He's a bit of a weirdo, wasn't he, yeah? Well, I wouldn't say he was a weirdo. I thought he was very well, interesting, well, we had to say. He was drunk or delirious. Okay, I don't think he was either of those things, Andre, and that's rich yeah. coming from you. Uh, yeah, but um, excuse me for saying that. Yes. Um, no, he was. I, I like Michael. I thought he was a very nice chap, and uh, uh, he, I thought he spoke very calmly and very intelligently. He was a bloody weirdo, Ian, admit it. He was not a weirdo. He was. He was. I mean, 
How can um, you call someone a weirdo? Yeah, well, he couldn't explain what happened to me that night. Well, because I didn't ask him, and what I'd imagine what happened was you... Yeah, you well, had something, a bit... ho- something hovered over me, and it wasn't a police helicopter. No, I bet it was a bottle of Jack Daniels. Well, I wish that was true. Ian. Oh, uh, turn uh, your radio off. Ian. Look, everyone's getting stroppy, look. Ta- yeah, no, well, no, hang on, shut tell up. that weirdo not to come on the show, no. no. Okay, d- don't come on the show anymore, Andre. Tell us, it is, back, it is um, about certain things, i.e. it's um, in the dark ages. Extraterrestrials just isn't a subject that's addressed off- often. We have bigger issues. Well, Tal, I don't think you do have bigger issues. If the world is going to be visited by uh, a life form from another planet, universe, galaxy, whatever... That puts everything that we do on this world into perspective, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it make everything we do here irrelevant if there is something greater out there? Wouldn't it be lovely, eh? Wouldn't it be lovely? Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hey, Ian. Hey. Hey, man. I'm one of your podcast people. It's a podcast person! Yeah. What's your name, fella? Uh, my name's Pat, and I'm calling you from Stevenage. Pat, the podcast person from Stevenage. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I'm actually saluting you. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Yes, I'm a huge fan of your show. I've never called before. Well done. It's nice to hear your voice. Thank you. Um, I got turned on to you from the majesty of Mr Tommy Boyd. Oh, the governor, the governor. Absolutely, and I've got to say, your show is up there, and I listen to it constantly, walking the dog and whatever. So where, you, you listen, whereabouts do you listen to then? You're out walking the dog. Where else? Oh, when I'm cooking, well. doing domestic task you name it domestic um, tasks yeah. do you wh- whereabouts are you how far behind are you uh, well actually um uh, the last show i heard was last thursdays because okay. i don't like spoilers no uh, but i actually spoil tonight's a little bit oh. because Uh-oh. i normally leave it to the next day and then catch up but i couldn't resist and had to listen to what you're talking about a little bit tonight oh yeah. Um, I, you mentioned, uh, I dare say you did more than mention, yeah. but you're discussing bleak movies. Very so, bleak movies, yes. Uh, yeah, I was actually going to mention The Road, but I think that probably... That was the one that did it for me. That was I was in tears on Saturday night in that. It's a bit grim, isn't oh, it? It's, I, I enjoyed it, but oh, well, enjoyed's the wrong word. Uh, what's, what's your, who's your favourite caller? Oh, well, there are a few, uh, Vinny's... Uh, uh, I like Vinny. Yeah, Vinny's good. Uh, Barry. Uh, Barry's probably... Barry's a bit, bit, bit kind of lost it a bit recently. I think. Well, that I don't bitch know. Off. Well, maybe I don't know. Um, uh, Andre, of course. Is... Yeah. Well, you couldn't really invent Andre. No. No. <laughs> uh, but uh... is there anything you'd like to ask Barry? I'd like to ask Barry. Oh my God! Where would you even begin? Yeah. yeah. Ask well, him why. Begin somewhere. Uh, Barry, how does it feel to be... Boring. You know, I wouldn't say no. necessarily... No. Particularly, how I get it... the feeling you don't actually have a question that you start. <laughs> you, how would it feel? Quite glad Ian interrupted you there, because you have... What? Ask away! Ask away! <laughs> well, you know, that is, that is actually true, Barry, and I, I, I'm in the presence of greatness here, but how does it feel to be an icon of British, well, worldwide <laughs> radio. Oh, I love it. How does it feel to be an icon of British stroke worldwide radio, Barry? Uh, icon. Feel... Icon, sorry. Yeah. Yes. You, sorry, do you want me to answer or...? Yeah, we're just making sure we got the question right so we, so we get the answer right. Can you That's... just get... Well, what's the question? Give us the question one more time. An icon of what? An icon? Of global internet. Oh, it's changed. Oh, it's changed. <laughs> Okay. I can't. Well, I can't. Well, which question do you want me to answer? Let's it's, answer it's, that one first. What's it like to be an icon of global internet? What? Radio. Radio. Yeah. There we go. Okay. What's it like to be an icon of global internet radio? Well, look. First of all, you've mixed up terms. Is it global? Is it the internet? As far as I know, is global. <laughs> well, take your pick. You know. Don't mm. bully him, Barry. Come on. We put him on the spot. Well, we haven't even moved on to question two yet. It's stumped <laughs> on the first one. Just wait for uh, question uh, three, man. Yeah, I, 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 I tried... What? 
I'm only joking, Barry. I absolutely love you, Carl. Well, do, do flag it up when you are joking, because I'm sure all the listeners will have oh, the opportunity no, to laugh. I'm not going to let you pick on one of my podcast people, Barry. I merely want him to speak English. <laughs> you racist. He's speaking it. Well, I understand. My friend. He's just got a very strong accent that I'm struggling to work out. If people want to phone from Northern Ireland, that's fine. But the thing is, the, the first... To deal with the first question... I'm, yes. speaking, okay. I'm speaking. Okay. I'm speaking. Okay. I'm speaking. Yes. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Go, go on, I'm then. Speaking. Say something of interest. Yes. Well, how does it feel? Very nice, thank you. Excellent. Well, that's wonderful. Question... Yeah, question two. Well, that'll do, actually. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you for calling, podcast person. Thank you. Love you. Bye, Andrew. Barry, you were bang what? out of order. You were ba- no, you were bang out of order then. Ghastly man. No, he was lovely. You were bang out of order. He's, he's taken the, the time and the effort to call in. He's not called in before. And you Did go you... and give him a right royal rollicking. No, no, no. Who do you think Did you are, you... Barry Court or something? Well, Court would have dealt with him in much more vicious terms. He would have used bad language. We would have had to um, dump Court. No, if you, are go- if you are going to phone in, yes. you're going to make the effort, try and be eloquent, try and be articulate. Try and be interesting and funny, Barry. Well, OK. That's the challenge, away you go. Well, You've got 50 seconds. What do you want to talk about? you got 50 seconds, it's all yours. I've come in tonight and my wife's left some pizza on the side. Do I eat it? Do I ignore it? This is hopeless. <laughs> It was cold and I stuck it under the grill. It's a... I can tell by the echo you want me to go, so I'll sign off now. Oh, yes, I will. I'll sign off now. Bloody hopeless. There we go. Uh, And on that bombshell, I I think it's probably best that we draw this evening... Uh, to a close. You enjoyed the show, get the podcast, should be up some point tomorrow uh, on iTunes or absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash uh, Ian Lee. Uh, Mark Crosley will be on uh, at one o'clock. I shall leave you uh, with Roxy Music. Don't forget to join the Facebook page as well, facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee Show. I'll be back tomorrow at 11. Ta-ta.